0: Hey, happy mamas. Welcome back. We are moving on to pillar number two. I'm so excited because this is um, a little bit easier pillar, at least for me to talk about. I have a little bit more understanding about what's going on in pillar number two, which is our lifestyle and the choices we make every day. And I feel like I love when it's something I feel like I have more control over right? Like some of the physiological, biological things we were talking about, I can't really control. I still have to address them and I still need help. And I have to make choices that help that. But I don't feel like I can like, I just can't control it as much, right? It's things that's going on inside my body. And I can't just go and be like, stop and stop, right? But when we get into the lifestyle stuff, this is stuff we get to choose, right? This is stuff that every day we wake up and we get to say, what am I going to do today that's going to help Like, what do I need to do today to fill the need that my body and my spirit have so that I'm okay, right? So we're going to talk about, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're going to have about seven episodes, seven or eight episodes here in the lifestyle um, pillar. And we're going to talk about some of these things that we get to choose. So today we're going to talk about nutrition and water. And let me just tell you again, all I'm here to share with you is my own experience and the things that I've learned going through this process myself. And so there. everyone may have different responses to some of these things, and that's okay. I'm just going to let you know what I've done and what's made the biggest difference for me, okay? Now, I've told you about when I went to my doctor and he said, we need to address your gut, and he invited me to look at a diet to help my gut and it's called the microbiome diet you can look it up it's not uh it's not earth sci- it's not earth shattering right it's just pulling off of processed things and starting to get more more natural things in your gut and and it was great and i loved it right and then i found as i um i did that for a month or two as i was trying to heal my gut and then i tried to keep as much of that as possible happening as a lifestyle and here's the thing i don't i've never had success okay let me rewind You know how you do a diet, right? I've only ever done that twice. I did one for a month and I literally lost 25 pounds in a month. I starved. (laughs) No, I I was surprised at what my body was able to do, like how it kicked my metabolism in. But again, when you stop doing that, because it wasn't something I could maintain, when you stop doing that, what happens? Your body like puts the weight back on, right? And, And so I don't want you to like feel like you have to go on a diet. Like I hate calling it a diet because it's, no, this is like, when we start talking about nutrition, we're just talking about a lifestyle. We're talking about basic fundamental eating. Okay. And we're just talking about making better choices with our food. Okay. So I'm just going to give you a couple of things that my doctor told me that I, that I have found made a big difference for me. One of those things was to pull myself off of as much, um, flour products as I could. Now I don't go completely off, but I've noticed a big difference. Anytime I use any kind of white flour or processed flour, I don't do as well. It, it affects my inflammation. We talked about that in that last episode. It kicks up my inflammation, which then triggers more anxiety for me. And can actually lead to depression as well if I go too long. And it's taken me a lot of years to become aware enough that I can feel like, oh, I've had too much white sugar, okay? Or white flour, excuse me. The interesting thing about the flour is that your body responds to it. does the same thing in our body as a cup. A cup of white flour does the same thing in our body as a cup of white sugar, okay? So I have found that I, guys, I love my breads. Like I love my carbs, right? So I had a really hard time just saying I have to go off everything, right? That that didn't quite work for me. I did it for a time while I was trying to heal. And I did notice I felt much better. And you know what, folks, I'm trying to work back to that again. I really am. I'll get to that point where I'm strong enough to do that. And in the meantime, I need to be able to make a sandwich because we run out the door all the time and sandwich is what I grab, right? And so I found when I went completely off, of everything to try and heal my gut that I lots of times just went without eating because I didn't have fast, easy things to take with me. Okay. So I did not go completely off my bread, but what I did is I went to hundred percent whole wheat and as often as I could, I made it myself and I ground my own wheat. Now that wheat is still not free from toxins and you know, it's not completely organic wheat and our wheat's not the same as it was in the pioneers times. I get that. And my body just was able to handle it a little bit better. So whenever possible, I make it myself, which isn't always possible. And then when it's not possible, I try to get the best wheat bread I can afford. And sometimes that's still the 99 cent bread. And sometimes it's three or four dollars a loaf. It depends on the month, right? I get the best possible I can afford. Now, I'm just going to throw this in here because this really was kind of a game changer for me. I remember I've had lots of different, um, health coaches and doctors and things help me on this path over the last 15 years. And I remember a few years ago working with one of them who happened to be my chiropractor and he did, he was a holistic chiropractor. And I said, I'm really struggling because I am struggling to be able to afford the kind of food that I know I should be eating. It just wasn't in our budget at the time. With all seven of us trying to eat that way, it it was, it was adding up. And we had a very we still do, have a very small food budget. And he said, Shelley, why do you pray over, why do you think God's asked us to pray over our food? You know, I'd never really thought about that before. I just did it because we were supposed to. It was just a habit and I loved it. I, you know, I like to stop and pray over my food, but I'd never really thought about why we ask for him to bless our food, right? And he said to me, do you think God's capable of making your food work for you regardless of what it is? And I just sat there for a second, of course. I was like, well, of course he can, but I'd never really thought about that. And he said, so if you were really, really trying and say ramen was the very best you could do, it was just the best you could do. And you ask God in your prayer to bless that food so that it would nourish your body. Could he do it? Now think about that for a second. I was like, well, of course he can. But I'd never thought to ask intentionally that way. I mean, I my kids, you know, they get in that, that rope prayer that's like, please bless our food, they'll nourish and strengthen our bodies. You know, we've said that or something like it, you know, probably our whole lives if you've been praying your whole life. And I don't know that I've ever really stopped and thought about what I was really asking God to do. Now, I have found that there are times when I choose poor choices on my food and I know darn well what I'm doing and I had a better option. I just chose the worse option. And then when I ask God to bless it, do you think he's going to be like, well, of course, of course I will, right? When I, when I chose the poorer option and there's been times when legitimately the 99 cent bread was all I could afford. I knew it wasn't the best option for my family, but that's what I had in my budget right then. And that's the best choice I could make. And so then I could ask Heavenly Father, you know what, can you please make it work for us? Because it's all we can do. It's all we can do. Right? So when you think about your food choices, for a lot of us, this is trying to trying to really up-level our nutrition and what we're eating can be so overwhelming. I remember a mom asking me, you know, we took, we took my youngest son. We tried to go all organic. Uh, we're going back to it again. Cause we tried, we tried like putting things back in his diet and realized it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth what he had to deal with. And then what we had to deal with cause he was dealing with it. Um, so we're taking him back organic. And I had somebody ask me, how do you do it? Like if you're so used to processed foods, which we were guys, I love like Twinkies and granola bars and donuts. And like, I love that stuff. You know, I've eaten that my whole life and I just love it. And I like, we loved boxed foods like macaroni and cheese and all that kind of stuff. Like my brothers call it yellow death. And I love guys. I love macaroni and cheese. I love a good macaroni and cheese. And I found very quickly that these foods were starting to really affect me. Like when I started feeling better then I noticed more. See, when you feel crappy all the time, you don't notice. You don't notice as much cause you're already feeling crappy. So then when you eat crappy, you just still feel crappy, right? But when you start to actually take control of your health and your wellness and you start to feel a little bit better, then you start to notice that when you eat something, it doesn't make you feel very good, right? So we found we had to go in stages as we started to work on our nutrition, okay? So the first thing I did is I started to replace some of the things we ate that we liked with organic options. So I found an organic macaroni and cheese, do we eat it as much as we used to eat the other? No. And we still eat it like a couple times a month. Right. But we used to eat it every other day. And I found an organic option that my son can handle. It doesn't have the dyes in it. It doesn't have all the extra toxins and he can eat it. It's still not the best option, but it's much better than what we had before. I found that there were organic pretzels, and there were organic animal crackers, and there were organic milks and things like that. Some of the things that we eat all the time, if I could find an organic option, that's what I did, right? And then the stuff that I couldn't find an organic option for, I just cut back on it. We just don't eat it as much, right? And I just slowly went stage by stage. First thing I did was go as organic as I could. And then I pulled off as much processed food as I could, right? Started to just do as much as I could from scratch or, you know, whole foods or natural foods, pulling off as much processed stuff as I could. It's just a slow process. We've been at this for almost two years now and we're still not perfect at it, but I've noticed a huge difference. And I've noticed when we slip up, like over Christmas, when there were so many goodies, and we still ate way less than we normally would have, right? A couple years ago, we would have just splurged and I would have dipped everything in chocolate, everything we could find. And this year, I didn't, I didn't get the chocolate. So we still had some because people brought us some, we still ate some, but not nearly like what we would have eaten before. And I noticed that as we started to eat some of that stuff, we got back into some old bad habits, and all of us started to tank mentally and physically right? So I'm starting to realize the better we feel, the more we notice. Okay. And it makes it even easier to make the right choices. So, um, take it step by step. Again, first thing we did replace things with organic options. The second was pull off of all the processed stuff. Then we started trying really hard to add more fruits and vegetables into everything. Then we started to pull off more of the gluten, right? And it I don't go without it all the time. I don't. I love my breads but I started to make better choices with my breads and I started to eat it less. So I wasn't, we ate bread with every single meal, like massive amounts of bread, like several pieces of toast at breakfast, you know, lots of sandwiches for lunch and then rolls or, or breads or whatever with dinner and I'd eat lots of them. Right. So now I'm cut way back and my body's able to work through that gluten because that gluten can cause inflammation too, if we're not careful. Um, started to work through that a little bit better. Now here's just a caveat. Um, not all gluten-free things are healthy. Okay. So a lot of times when they say gluten-free, they've added a bunch of other stuff. Yes. They've taken out the gluten and they've added a bunch of other stuff to try and make it still taste good. And it can cause just as much problems. So you have to really be careful with, even with gluten-free things, um, and do as much organic as you can organic gluten-free. There's (laughs) good luck. (laughs) You can find it. I promise you can find it. Okay. The second thing we did with nutrition is we started to cut back on our sugar intake. Now I had cut out white flour and I still have, I've cut out almost all my white flour. And then I noticed that regular granulated sugar, I was having a really hard time with I really struggle with sugar, especially processed sugar. So my favorite candy bars and treats from the store, um, I once I started feeling a little bit better, I noticed that when I ate that, probably within 20 minutes, I would start to have a response to it. Now my response looked varied, okay? Sometimes it's a headache, okay? Sometimes it's a... I'm a crazy lunatic screaming. And sometimes uh, I would get a sugar crash. Like I would get that sugar high for a minute and then I would crash really hard to where I could not even keep my eyes open. And I'm thinking, I dealt with my energy levels. Like I'm feeling really good. What's the problem, right? And then I would think back, what have I eaten in the last hour? Oh, I had like homemade syrup or any syrup really. I had a candy bar or I had, you know, Something like that. And I'd start to realize, oh, my body's responding to the sugar. I notice the sugar crash now. Before, I was tired all the time. I didn't notice, right? Because I, I was just tired all the time. But now I have really great energy. So when I really hit that wall, I'm like, whoa, what did I do to hit the wall, right? The thing that I noticed, I talked about being a crazy lunatic. The thing that really bothers me the most about all of this is that often that sugar will kick up my anxiety. And um and regular not regular sugar, how do I put it? Stuff when I make it from home, so I found organic cane sugar. I get it from Costco. It works just the same as regular sugar. It is a little bit more expensive, but I found my body tolerates it much better. So, I have a super sweet tooth. It's an addiction. I'm working on it big time, and I've cut way 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 back, which of course has affected my waistline, which is great. But those times when I still really want to have a treat, I just know I need to make it myself. You know, I need to make it with the sugar that my body can tolerate a little bit better. And with the organic, as much organic ingredients as I have, of course, not everything's organic, but as everything as much as I can. Okay. And so I found when I ate the processed sugar that within 30 minutes, I, my anxiety, my head starts spinning and I start feeling angry and I'm like on the ledge, right? Ready to fall off at any little moment, any little thing that goes wrong. I am off the handle And that's when I realized that the sugar, as much as I love the sugar, it wasn't worth what it was doing to me and my family, that my kids would start to be afraid of me, right? And so there are very few times when you'll see me eat processed sugar anymore. Every once in a while, I have a caving moment and then I pay for it. And if I don't feel it that day, I feel it the next day, which is crazy. I'll wake up and I'd be more anxious and like, you know, just on edge. And I'm like, what? And then I think about what I ate yesterday, right? So this takes a little bit of self-control and more it just takes digging into that why. Right? That we talked about your why has to be strong enough. The other day I had the cutest hair client come over. I love her. She is one of my dearest friends. Cute, cute gal from across the street. She loves my kiddos. And she um, brought a box of Twinkies. She loves to, to just spoil my two little boys who are here. And she brought a box of Twinkies. And I, guys, I like Twinkies. I like cupcakes more, but I like Twinkies. And I'm looking at that, and I thought, and I just resigned myself to the fact that I'd eaten some sugar and it was messing me up, and I couldn't do it anymore. It just wasn't worth it anymore. And and I had decided the day before, I just it, it, we're done, we're done. I gotta I gotta be off. And she brings these Twinkies, and I'm thinking, oh, Shelly, what are you gonna decide? What are you gonna decide? Right? So she gave one to my boys, which I don't we don't eat that kind of stuff as much anymore. And I was like, oh, but I didn't want to be rude. And so I let her give it to him. And then I asked my son to hide the box. And so he hid it for me. And then as she was getting ready to leave, I realized that even though he'd hit the box, it was still going to be there. And people in my family, probably me, were going to eat them. And I got up the courage and I said, hey, sweetie, do you mind taking these Twinkies back home with you? And you get to enjoy them. And she looked at me and I was like, I'm so sorry, but if you leave them here, I'm going to eat them. And then I'm going to pay for it. And so will my children for the next couple of days. And it's not worth it to me. And you are so sweet to bring them. And I love you dearly. And I gave her a hug and I said, can you please take them away? And she was like, oh, okay. You know, she took them home. Not a big deal. That was, I was so proud of myself, right? For putting my foot down and taking a stand for myself and for my kids, that my why and what it was going to do to us was more important than how bad I wanted that Twinkie, which was bad, folks. It was bad. Okay. I wanted it. So you've got to think through, is it worth it? Right? Now, again, I found the organic sugar at Costco. I found an organic brown sugar that I can find at Walmart. I'm sure you can find them at health food stores, but I try to find as much as I can in the places I shop all the time. I don't love going to five different stores, right? Costco has been a great place for me to find organic food. Tons of things that we eat all the time, chips and crackers and, you know, animal crackers. And if, even if you're doing, we don't do these anymore because we had a really hard time with the dyes and things and the sugar, but, um, granola bars and, um, fruit snacks, even they have organic fruit snacks. Okay. So there's a lot of options. If you're trying to just move from, you know, from your normal processed food to like finding a better option of processed food, (laughs) go find the organics and Costco is a great place for that. Walmart has quite a few too. Smith's has a great organic and gluten-free section. Um, Macy's has some, so it really just depends on where you're close to, but start looking at options. Okay. And start just slowly replacing things. Um, so we did the sugar then, uh, one of the other big things that we started working on was water. Now, when I used to coach track, we would have water challenges with our kids. And we'd say, hey, you should be drinking half of your body weight in water a day if you're not super physically active and sweating. That's really how much body, how much water our body needs. And that feels like a lot of water, right? We're used to like eight little cups of water and that's good. But Eight little cups of water, is 64 ounces. So depending on your weight, that might be enough for you. And for me, I need more than that. And so we started having, um, just to make it easy for everybody, we'd have a hundred ounce challenges. We'd say, okay, everybody get a water bottle. That's, you know, a lot of water bottles are between, um, 20, 25, 30 ounces ish, depending on how big they are and figure out how many of those you need to drink. So I like to use the, the sport top arrowhead is it arrowhead water bottles, for whatever reason, those work for me. And I need four of those a day. They're about 23 and a half ounces. So about four, right? So I know that I've got to drink four of them. And I would have these challenges with the kids. And then we'd check in, we'd text back and say, I'm up 50 ounces or whatever. And at the end of the day, this is before I really understood sugar and everything. So I kind of, we had a reward and I I was famous for my chocolate chip cookies. And so I would say, okay, hey, everybody who does the hundred um, ounce challenge. I'll bring you cookies tomorrow. Right. And then they all had to check in with me that they did it by the end of the night. And I found that the more, so when you're first starting your water intake, you're going to feel like you're drowning. If you're not used to that much water, you might feel like you're swimming all the time and you're going to spend a lot of time in the bathroom and that's okay. Okay. You should be eliminating stuff all the time. That's what we want. Okay. And I found that the more I did it, once my body was used to it, so I would do a week or two of hundred ounce days and then my body, um, I wasn't in the bathroom all the time. It just learned to assimilate to the water. I learned that I felt much better. My brain functioned much better. Um, my body was able to move the way it was supposed to. It wasn't fighting dehydration. Now, dehydration causes all sorts of problems in the body, which can affect our mental health too. Okay. And here's one tip. Here's two things that I did that made a big difference. If you feel thirsty, you are dehydrated. Okay. You're going to get to the point if you're willing to do this water challenge of however many ounces, if you want to do the hundred, if you want to do, you know, if you don't need that much, whatever, if you need more, um, do it for several days in a row. If you feel thirsty, you're dehydrated. So you're going to get to the point where you don't feel thirsty. You're drinking because you know, you need the water. So I just kept a water bottle with me everywhere I went. And I was just constantly like, I just look at it, pick it up, sip it, put it back down, do something, look it up, you know, look at it, pick it up, sip some. I just was constantly sipping all day long. Okay. And I found that if I could get through my first water bottle around breakfast, cause I get up and exercise first thing in the morning, we're going to talk about that next in the, in the next episode. Um, I would get through a good half of a bottle just just when I was exercising and then I drink the other half just taking my supplements. Okay. And there's one down, right. And I needed to do four. So then as I ate, I'd, I'd make sure I made it through two water bottles before lunch. And then I'd have a third one before dinner. And then I, my fourth one would be with my dinner and then usually taking my supplements. And I could very easily get them in. If I just broke it down into small bite-sized pieces, right. Water-sized pieces. Cause you're not biting your water. Right. <laughs> um, and I found that for the first couple of days, again, you were in the bathroom a little bit more and you felt it sloshing around your stomach because your body wasn't used to accepting all the water and getting it where it needs to go. And it took a couple days. But if I was thirsty, I knew I was already dehydrated and needed way more water than I was doing. Okay. You'll get to the point where you don't feel thirsty anymore. You don't have dry mouth um, and you don't feel like you need, you need water all the time. You still have to drink it, whether you feel thirsty or not. Okay. You still have to drink it. The second thing I did, and I started this several years ago, and I talk about it in my book when I talk about habits. I knew several years ago how important water was to me, but I was not getting enough in my body. And so I told myself that every time I passed a drinking fountain, I was just going to take a drink. Now, maybe some of you don't like drinking on drinking fountains and that's not going to work. But for me, I was passing them all the time. Every time I went shopping, every time I went to the school, every time I went to church, you know, I passed drinking fountains all the time. And so I just told myself that every time I passed one, I was going to stop and take a drink. And that was just another way I was going to make sure I was getting enough water in. And now it's such a habit, I don't even think about it. Unless it's like, unless I get up to the drinking fountain, it's super grody. You know what I mean? Where you're like, no thanks. Um, But most of them all stop and take a drink. Okay. You've got to be getting the water in your body. And you've got to be starting to look at your nutrition, Okay, that that's a key here. Your homework here is to do a hundred ounce water challenge for several days. At least start with one day and tell yourself you can do it. And then start doing day after day. And start looking at your nutrition. What can you start doing? Can you start upping your fruit and vegetable intake? Right? Because that's where a lot of our digestive enzymes are coming from. That's where you know, some of our healthy fats and different things are coming from all these vitamins, nutrients that add, you know, our supplements add to what we're getting in our diet. If you're not getting large amounts of fruits and vegetables every day, start adding a little bit more. You know, I found that there were days I, I didn't eat anything that was fresh. And I was like, wait a second. So my first goal was to make sure every day I ate something that was fresh, whether I had some salad, whether I had an apple, an orange, a banana, something like that. I started with just one. And then once I was doing one pretty regularly, then I was like, okay, now we're going to go to two, right? There were times when I actually just went all in. Usually it was a competition. When I was in competition with other, with other ladies in the neighborhood and we had to, to get our points for the day, we had to have five. Then I found one of the greatest ways for me to get lots in at one time was to have a smoothie in the morning. And I just did a basic smoothie with either you know strawberries or uh, blueberries. Um, Peaches, different fruits, right? That you can get. You can get pretty good quality ones even at Costco for really good price, frozen already. Or when I got them on sale at the store, then I would flash freeze them on a cookie sheet and then put them in a bag so I could. You don't want to just throw them all in one bag, they'll all freeze together. But if you take the tops off of them, wash them really good, and then put them on a baking sheet separated and put them in the freezer and let them freeze for a day or a couple hours or whatever, and then put them in a bag, you could pull them out one by one and get the right amount that you needed, right? So I did a smoothie and I just did, um, so like a handful of blueberries, handful of strawberries, or whatever fruit you want to add. Sometimes I would add yogurt, not always. Sometimes I used milk or water, whatever you want to use. Um, I usually threw in some protein powder because I needed the extra protein in the morning because I probably wasn't going to be doing eggs or meat or anything in the morning. So I threw in some protein powder and then I filled the rest of the mixer up with uh, spinach. And you can't taste the spinach. Okay. And then I would use some agave as a natural sweetener because I like mine sweet. I couldn't do without the sugar. But I didn't want the grains of the sugar and I was trying to pull off, um, get off of some of the sugar things that I was on. So I used agave or honey. Um, as the sweetener. And that would fill me up. And I could get three or four servings of fruit and vegetables in one smoothie. That's how I got my, my five in every day. And then I'd eat some with lunch or dinner, eat something else, right? So there's a lot of ways that we can start um, getting better things in our body. Again, you want to start putting in, the, putting in the fruits and vegetables, the good fats, okay? Avocados and olive oil and, and research out what the good fats are, Okay, you want those in your body. Uh, Start cutting back on your sugar, especially your processed sugar. Like we've even gone to the extent to find out how to make Snickers and Twix and stuff at home, so that I could still um, enjoy them, but I could control the ingredients, right? And cut out your white flour. Start go. Start working to whole wheat. Now, I've heard some people when they go from white to whole wheat. Uh, Digestively, they struggle with a little bit. I didn't have that problem, but it may arise. So just slowly start working over to the other and make sure that you're taking care of your digestive enzymes so your body can break things down because it may not be used to breaking down the wheat and that's okay. It'll come. Okay. And then you're going to want to up your water and cut out your processed foods. Start cutting out your processed foods, start adding in organic what you can. It's just a good place to start. We'll probably talk more about this later on. Um, in some other episodes and we'll go a little bit deeper into, um, some of these things, but I will tell you this as a last thing here, my doctor was pretty adamant that a lot of the sugar and the flour products that I was consuming were causing massive effects in my brain and that it wasn't going to go away until I got a handle on my nutrition And I'm here to tell you that he's right. For me, I notice drastically a difference when I eat those things, on how I'm able to control my mood, on how focused I'm able to be, on how high my anxiety is. It makes a massive difference. So if you haven't ever addressed your mental health with your nutrition, now's the time, ladies. If you want some help with that, reach out to me, okay? There's Maybe you just need like accountability. That's what I needed in the beginning. Reach out to me, I'll be I'll hold you accountable, right? You could do this, ladies. We'll catch you on the next episode.